0: Hey guys, welcome to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Hardy from CandidConfidence.com. I'm a confidence coach, blogger, and online course instructor here to help you unleash your inner badass. This podcast is with a girl who is ready to ditch the self doubt, overcome the overthinking, and live a life that feels fearless and free. So let's do the damn thing. Hey there, loves. I hope you're doing amazing. Today, I want to talk to you all about releasing stress and anxiety through mindfulness practices. Nothing makes me happier than when someone says to me, Leah, you've helped me learn to go through the day with so much less stress, or when someone I'm working with masters being able to let things roll off her chest quickly and be able to move on and have a happy day. Such a good feeling, and here I am to let you in on all of the secrets. The first thing I want to say about mindfulness practices is that there's like this weird taboo around it, right? It's like basically like interesting in our culture that there's a lot of interest in health. Um, and when I'm referring to, to our culture, I'm referring to America. I know I have listeners from all over the world on this podcast, um, but I'm referring to the culture in America because that's what I see on day-to-day life here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, I'm sure there's parts of the world that are far more advanced in the mindfulness realm and the health realm and um, kind of like the alternative holistic health realm. So we're a little bit behind in, in the U.S., but in our culture here in America, eating healthy and exercising and organic food and consuming less chemicals, there's like a big focus on that right now, which is amazing. It's easier than ever to get healthy, clean food. But there's this huge lack in awareness around mindfulness as a source of stress relief. And believe me, there are, um, I do think that there's people who need medication for anxiety, stress, depression, things like that, a hundred percent. But when I talk to you know groups of people and like more than half of them are on anxiety medication, it really gets me wondering if if that's really the answer um, or if if that type of stress and anxiety is. Kind of normal in our lives until we learn to use mindfulness to to kind of get rid of that or if there's a better way right i think that we tend to like rush into like the quickest way to stop something and you know it's kind of like um taking medication for weight loss like taking weight loss pills rather than making lifestyle changes of eating healthy and working out so i think that we really tend to go for like The path of least resistance, like the easiest thing that's going to work the fastest for us. And there's a lot of stigma around like actually the alternative medicine that that's extremely um, helpful. There's tons of research around it, but there's this weird stigma. Like, I guess I had heard of things like meditation and yoga for well-being for a long time. But, and I mean, yoga, I don't think is considered weird. Um, it's definitely kind of trendy actually, but still like it's considered weird for guys to do yoga, right? In most parts of America, I, I believe there's kind of a stigma around that. And that's sad because it's great for for guys too. They need mindfulness. They have stress and anxiety. Um, but yeah, there's this weird, there's this is a weird thing around it. There's this weird like lack of discussion about it. I mean, I can't believe I didn't hear about most of these things for most of my entire life that could have helped me years ago. I certainly never heard about using things like journaling for manifestation or to release stress or for general well-being. Like I thought journaling was like, you know, writing everything that happened that day and like writing about your crush talking to you. Like I didn't know that journaling was uh, like actually like a practice you can use for um, relieving stress and anxiety and for completely changing your life. But now that I'm like fully entrenched in this community, this wellness and personal development community, I feel like I hear about it every single day, but that's because I'm like super involved with, um, with the community of people that talk about these things. So anyways, when I'm talking about mindfulness practices, I'm referring to things like meditation, journaling, energy inner work, all of the wellness um, things we can do to relieve stress and anxiety and increase our confidence and happiness the natural way. This type of work is like grossly misunderstood and it's completely unknown to way too many people. And I feel like as a society, though, like we are opening up more to therapy and life coaching. Um, But like, I don't think I knew anyone who meditated until like maybe the past year or so. Like, I literally thought like, I didn't really think about it much, but I thought like it was probably for like monks and like hippy dippy, like random people. I don't know. I, I really didn't hear much about it. And then I started getting in on it. And oh man, you guys, um... The feeling of being able to create peace in your own mind, it's amazing. Not to mention the other vast benefits of meditating. Um, I'll just give a few examples of those, like attention span, focus, memory, blood pressure. Research shows it helps with all of these things. It helps with IBS, depression, chronic pain. Like, why is no one talking about meditation? Um... I'm here to break the stigma, and I'm here to make meditation cool, you guys. So I wanted to talk to you about my morning and evening routine. This is how I've completely changed my life. This um, this mindfulness routine helped me relieve so much stress and anxiety. I went from being someone who was stressed out during the work days, I would come home, and I would be frustrated complaining about my job, I would have a glass of wine or two, I would cry, (laughs) I mean, obviously every day, but I spent a lot of time overthinking and worrying. I would lay in bed at night and stress about what was going to happen the next day. I was literally manifesting things going wrong the next day was what I was doing without realizing it. (laughs) Um, And now, like, I couldn't even imagine letting myself lay in bed and worry because what's the point? There's no benefit of that. Um, There's nothing that can possibly you know, get better if I'm laying in bed and worrying and worrying myself to sleep. But I think that I never realized what was going on in my head was unusual. It's not like I had this terrible life by any means. I mean, I was I was a generally happy person, but I dealt with a lot of stress and anxiety and overthinking. And I thought, that's just the way life is, right? I thought, everyone's stressed and anxious. I thought, if you have like a big corporate job, that's just part of it. I thought, um... You know, I really thought everyone experienced those feelings and that they were just part of life. They were just the way things were. But I was wrong. I was completely wrong because that does not need to be a part of regular everyday life. It's not necessary and it doesn't have to be part of my life. Um, but when, we, when we're when we in that state and we just think, yeah, this is normal. Everyone's stressed out. Everyone's anxious. Everyone hates their bodies. Like, it doesn't have to be that way just because we feel like that's what everyone else is doing but until we discover something different we just have no idea. And that's really where I come in. <laughs> um so I developed this morning and evening routine. And when I was starting this I was like, "All right, maybe I'll stick to this for like a month and see how it feels." But after a few weeks I was completely hooked. So I used to wake up in the morning and I used to just be like, you know, "Fuck, I have to go to work now." Um, I would be annoyed about what was going to happen that day like I just you know Just like wasn't super pumped, but I think it was normal. I mean, I don't think it was anything crazy, but Now when I wake up in the morning, I'm excited. I have this energy that I never had before I You know, I'm grateful. I wake up with gratitude and excitement for the day. I'm like damn. I'm alive today It feels good. Like I just have this totally different mindset thanks to this evening and morning routine And I think waking up is so different for me because I do the evening routine. And so I feel good before bed. I prepare myself for a solid night of sleep. I don't lay there and worry. I sometimes if I'm like, if I do think there's something going on the next day, like I'll lay there and think about that thing going well. So I'll like prepare myself for that. And then I wake up happy. um, And when I wake up, I remember my morning routine and I'm like, oh, cool. I, you know, I get to go and meditate and do these things and um, I remember like all of the stuff. I remember the gratitude. I, I just like get myself back into the zone very quickly. And at first it looked a little bit different. It was more like I would wake up and I'd be like, oh, and then I would remember and I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm grateful. um But now it's completely automatic. So it's just a complete change in, in my entire like way of being. And I think the reason I like my morning and evening routine so much, too. It's like this thing just for me, right? It's been like creating a beautiful friendship with myself. (laughs) Um, I I like the affirmation, I'm my own best friend. I love that affirmation. I was never someone previously who enjoyed time alone, by the way. Like, I I hated doing things alone. I loved being with friends. I loved being out and about. Um, And now I'm just And I'm really becoming happy with my time because I've learned to clear my mind and be able to like deliberately kind of dictate my emotions and my thoughts. So I'm actually the happiest now when I'm by myself. (laughs) Um, And I want to travel and do all sorts of things alone now that I just never would have enjoyed before. And I'm learning to really value time alone. And I think that's been so powerful for me. me. tune into my intuition more. Um, it's just had so many benefits for me in my life. And it's like I've learned to create my own happiness, you know? Um, and what's funny is now, I kind of struggle the most when I'm around um, other people, like groups of people or um, obviously not like my my husband or my best friends or, you know, all my favorite people in my family. That's not, not the case. But um, a lot of the time we're around people that, you know, at work or whatever situation it is, or in big groups, and people are just complaining, right? It's like sometimes it's hard to even think about what to talk about other than complaining. Do you guys know what I mean? Like when you're with friends, it's like gossiping, complaining. Um, you know, just a, not not a lot of really positive conversations. So, one of the things I'm I'm working on now is learning to stay in in my high vibes that I create and stay in this awesome mood regardless of what's going on in my environment with other people um so i'm just really not available anymore for like the gossiping the complaining the low vibe shit that everyone else wants to talk about Um, so i'm trying to learn how to be around that and not let it affect my energy so um and part of that too is just focusing on you know who you're spending your time with right who are those people are they high vibe people are they happy people Um, are they like chasing goals and and doing the things that you want to be doing? Are they positive? Um, and the more that you can be that version of you around them, they're going to end up being more like that too. So that's a big part of it is focusing on being in my highest vibes because that's what, I mean, everyone's just really responding to our energy, right? Okay. So I'm actually going to get to the routine now. So let's start with the morning routine. So when I wake up. I first think of three things I'm excited about for the day. And this wasn't automatic for me at first, obviously. Um, I definitely suggest a sticky note. (laughs) I talk about these in every fucking podcast, but put a sticky note by your bed to remind you until it becomes natural. But um, this really helps me appreciate the day and see it in a different light than before. Like when before I was just like, oh, I got to go to work now. Now I'm like, oh, cool. I get to go make money. Like I get to. No one is forcing me, right? I could be homeless, I could be living, I could be doing anything. No one's forcing me to have a job or to do any of the things that I do with my life. So we have to first (laughs) take full responsibility for that and remind ourselves, like, I get to go make money. I get to go do this today. I get to go to the gym. Um, I get to go make a green smoothie and be healthy first thing in the morning. So thinking of three things right away you're excited about can be super helpful just to shift your mindset. Um, and And what happens is over time it becomes automatic. So you'll just wake up and you'll start thinking of positive things. You won't be drawn to those negatives that we're so drawn to in our society. And then I do normal stuff after that, like I take my doodle bug um, chip, my little puppy, I take him out to pee, <laughs> um, I grab a glass of iced coffee, and I buy the International Delight ready-made iced coffee. I drink it year-round, actually I have some with me right now that I'm drinking. Um, it's so good, I'm like an iced coffee year-round freak um, living in Pittsburgh when it's like negative 20 degrees in the winter. <laughs> Then I head to my home office, which is where I do my little practice. And what I do is I sit on my like faux bare skin rug and I do my meditation as the very first thing. So when I started meditating, I used apps like Headspace and I also really like stop, breathe and think. Those might be my two favorites for beginners, but I would use an app like that at first. So I really learned through using guided meditations and I would set a timer for like four to five minutes um like through those apps and now I really just do my own and I'll set my timer on my phone um but I really do my own meditations now most of the time but I like to mix it up between guided and kind of just sitting with my thoughts but I like to spend a minute or two of that time visualizing everything going right so like crushing my goals living my best fucking life Um, sitting in those really good feelings. So if there's something I'm unsure of or something that I just really want to have happen in my life, I'll just sit there and visualize the situation playing out before me going perfectly and I'll feel those emotions and then I'll just really sit in those emotions. So it feels really, really good to end the meditation like that. The next thing I do is journaling. And this looks different just about every single day. I mix it up a lot. I do a lot of gratitude journaling, which I think is super powerful. The, um, frequency of gratitude is the same as receiving. So when we can focus on being grateful for things, we're literally amplifying that and I mix it between gratitude journaling. Um, and when I'm doing that, I'm literally putting in things I'm grateful for that already exist. And then things that I'm manifesting. So I'm writing like, I am so grateful for blank, but a lot of them are things that haven't happened yet in real life, but I'm pretending they've already happened. I'm writing them as if they already happened. I'm appreciating them as if they already fully 100% exist. So I write down um, the goals, things I want to have happen. I write my affirmations. I write a lot of affirmations. I generally fill up about one like full big notebook page Um, That's generally how much journaling I do in the morning. Obviously your practice is gonna look different from mine or it can look the same. Um, But sometimes, actually this is something I've been doing a lot lately that I'm so in love with. I'll write a story about something that I want to have happen, but in the past tense like it's already occurred. So I'm writing like a little paragraph story of like me crushing this goal or this thing going really well, or me like whatever it is. and it makes you happy like it sends signals to the brain that this is already happening and so the subconscious mind starts to align itself accordingly and you'll start to embody the energy of those things happening which is how it brings it into life for you but remember that the subconscious mind can't differentiate between imagined and real so like that's like where I always say like when you're watching a horror movie and it feels so scary even though you know it's not real right on like a uh on a more of like a conscious level, like a um, intellectual level, you, you can know that it's not real, but your subconscious mind makes you feel those emotions because it doesn't know. So when you're writing a story about something that's that's taken place and you're pretending that that's your situation, your subconscious mind is being basically tricked into thinking that it's real. So you'll create those emotions, which essentially is how you can create those vibes. So then. Um, Another thing that I'll do, so this is me getting, like, a little bit deeper, like, into um, kind of clearing my thoughts. And I did this a lot more in the beginning. But so if I wake up and I'm, like, kind of feeling funky, feeling down on myself, have any type of self-doubt, have any type of worries, which used to be every day, (laughs) um, I'll write my thoughts of what I'm worrying about in kind of, like, a list format. And then I'll just cross them off and I'm signaling to my brain that I'm done with that worry, that thought, I've got it off of my mind and onto the paper. And um, you know, those negative thoughts, they don't have a place for me. Like they are only gonna create more negativity in my life. So I'm like crossing them off and making that like my intention. And then sometimes I'll rewrite them. So I'll write them the opposite statement of the thing. Like, no, I don't need to worry about this. I'll rewrite it. If it's like a deep wound, like deep emotional shit, that requires like a bit more of a deeper writing practice. I'm not gonna go like fully into that today. We don't want to push that stuff down. Like we need to get that out of us. Um, but there's more energy work into that acceptance, peace, and forgiveness work around journaling. Um, that's kind of for like a different podcast or something else. Like this is I'm just talking about right now. Like when you wake up in the morning and you're worried about this meeting you have with your boss or like this thing or like this friend or this, my in-laws or like whatever the bullshit is that we worry about every day. Like we need to clear that out of our mind first thing in the morning. So after journaling, I'm usually feeling pretty good. I can get myself into really high vibes by writing things down as they're happening, as if they're happening, writing things down that I'm grateful for creating these emotions. um, And like our thoughts create our emotions. So, if you can change your thoughts intentionally through journaling, you can create good emotions and that's how you get into positive vibes. So I can get myself feeling really good after that, but then the rest of the day happens. <laughs> um, and really, I spend the rest of the day, as much as I possibly can, dedicating to staying in those vibes. And that's when manifestation really starts to take place. That's when you really start to see things in your reality that you created in your mind. and when we can learn to live in those vibes and become a vibrational match for the life we want, that's when it will start playing out for us. Um, So it's really important to get yourself feeling good in the morning and then spend the day staying in that emotional state. Um, So after journaling, I go and I actually get ready. So I like wash my face. I put on makeup. Um, I usually listen to a podcast like right after. So like I'll, I'll be getting ready to a podcast and this helps fill me up with positivity and motivation for the day. But here's kind of another secret. So I avoid my cell phone for probably the first 45 minutes of the day. So like I don't look at it first thing. I don't check my work emails. I don't look at anything on social media. Um, I just don't want to start my way, my day that way. I want to start my day like with my own intention setting, like creating my own reality, not what else is out there. Once I'm fully in good vibes and done getting ready, I'll check social media, respond to who I need to respond to and whatnot um, on there. So that's been really helpful for me to kind of like start my day like my way without letting anyone else kind of like interfere with that. So, sometimes obviously, like then I'll go and and do other things. And, like, throughout the day, it can be stressful. (laughs) Obviously, shit happens, shit hits the fan. Um, I do my best throughout the day to take small breaks to be alone and take a few deep breaths and even meditate, like, for a minute or two with a timer. And my dream for America, guys, and the whole planet, actually, um, my my dream for everyone on planet Earth is to replace smoking breaks with meditation breaks. (laughs) And I'm literally like on a mission to fucking do that because it's way better. And it's obviously a thousand times healthier and it serves a million better purposes and it's fun. (laughs) But when I started going and doing like the inner work throughout the day, I had a lot of negative thoughts and feelings, a lot of stress, a lot of worries, a lot of what ifs. And when they would come up and let's say I was stressing about money or work or anything else, I would literally like sit by grab like a notepad and I'd write it out during the day and I'd I'd literally kind of work through that in a journaling sense and clear it from my mind um, and rewrite my new positive affirmations just to like get, get it out of my mind, rewrite it, make it positive, get myself into better vibes. And that way I wasn't wasting time throughout the day like letting the negative stuff run around and run around in my mind and manifest itself. And actually I used to take a lot of breaks throughout the day to meditate for like two minutes at a time it helped me a ton. Um, but what happens is over time, if you truly commit to this type of work, your mind starts to become clear on its own. So the random stuff that used to float around my mind and become obsessive stories and like negative daydreams, I don't really have that as much anymore. Um, but taking breaks throughout the day to, to meditate and to like clear my mind, um, and focus on like letting those thoughts leave my mind is what helped me get to that point so it's a journey right it's not like something that happens overnight and obviously I still have these thoughts and I still work through them it just isn't all day long like it used to be so other things to do throughout the day to stay in high vibes um listen to last week's podcast uh, episode seven because that's like all we talked about so listen to that but I will be like driving my car and I'll speak my affirmations out loud. I'll think them in my mind. I'll write them down. I'll listen to music. Just whatever I can do to like make sure I'm focusing on what I want to be focusing on, not a bunch of other crap. So then the whole day happens, blah, blah, blah. And then I do my evening routine. It looks almost the same as my morning routine. (laughs) But first I meditate to relax and clear my mind. And then I do another full page of journaling. So I get myself feeling really good right before bed. It makes it really easy to fall asleep. And when I'm laying in bed too, I will fall asleep to myself visualizing what I want, visualizing things going right, visualizing me living my best life. This is how you can, this is like a very powerful way to manifest things and put them into your subconscious mind and start to live that life. Um, is like literally I do that and I fall asleep to that almost every single night. Um, But I definitely want to say some words here about meditating. Um, Guys, I'm here to make meditating cool, okay? I'm here to make it trendy. But when I help someone, like, get into meditation and they tell me, like, oh, my God, I've been doing this every day because of you. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. But, um, you know, teaching people how to clear their minds of, like, the bullshit and relax. Like, yeah, that's what I'm here for. Maybe I should open up a meditation studio. What do you guys think about that? So what's the purpose of meditation, by the way? Um, The purpose is to relax our mind and basically train our brain and train our mind to detach from our thoughts. And the purpose is not to like sit there and have no thoughts. That's impossible. But it's more like you're sitting there allowing the thoughts to come and go and you just observe them. And when you're learning this, you'll attach yourself to a lot of these thoughts and you'll start to make a story. So you like, you know, when you kind of like snap to and you're like, oh, I was visualizing something happening and you like snap back to reality, kind of like a daydream. Like you don't want to do that during meditation unless it's like deliberate, intentional, like, yeah, I want to like kind of manifest with this, this like visualization in my mind, but you don't want to have the thoughts come across and attach to them and let your mind run away with them unintentionally. So you're deep breathing, you're getting into a very relaxed state, and then you're just observing your thoughts. So most of them, you just kinda wanna let them slip by. Like you're trying to let them just pass by your mind. Don't get mad at them, don't judge them, just observe them. And the interesting thing with this, so basically you're training your mind to do this in your everyday life over time. So you're not just attaching to every negative thought and every fantasy and every worry. Basically you can have a worrying thought and let it pass by so that's what you're training yourself to do through meditation that's why it's so powerful it doesn't it's not just beneficial in that like five minute ten minute session you're doing it's training your brain for this um like uh, like when i talk about overcoming overthinking like this is how you do that so you're allowing your thoughts to pass by um and and like observe them be on the lookout for anything interesting any like downloads that come during this time I personally don't get a lot of downloads during actual meditation, but I usually get them at random other times. But it's because I've cleared my mind that they can even come through and I like am able to see it as like my intuition. I'm able to follow my intuition a lot more. I think before I did all this work, I had no idea like what was my intuition and what wasn't. And because I had so many thoughts running around my mind all the time, I did so much overthinking. But, um, yeah, so you don't want to, like, push away your thoughts and ideas, but, like, observe them. If something good comes along, by all means, like, try to remember (laughs) it later on. Um, So we want to, like, use our power of intention to to, um, deliberately decide what what our mind focuses on. Because what we focus on expands. What our mind dwells on will manifest in our lives. So it's super important to do this work to learn to control that. And like not even just for that, but like the overthinking that most of us tend to do, that's a huge source of our stress. If we can learn to calm our mind when something goes bad or when we're anxious or worried, we can learn to release it versus just having it like running around in there and making all these daydreams and creating all these what if situations. We can just kind of like let it pass on by. And I also want to touch on a few issues that come up, um, kind of like some questions that I get around starting a meditation practice or like some of the um, concerns people have told me regarding why they like want to do it, but either haven't or have trouble sticking to it. So one of the things I've heard is that it feels impossible or anxiety inducing to like sit there with your thoughts and try to calm your mind. Like people can't even wrap their minds around how that's possible. And it's because of of our the age of technology. We're glued to our phones. We're always either watching TV. Usually, we're watching Netflix while sitting on our phone with our laptop open in front of us. And we have music playing in our cars. We just have all these distractions. So to be alone with our thoughts, that's like it seems like so ridiculous to people um, in our society. But the thing that I say to people when they tell me that, I'm just like. Wait, this is exactly why you need to start meditating. Um, This is perfect for you if you're someone who can't imagine being alone with your thoughts without distractions. And I promise you, you can get a closer connection to your inner wisdom, your intuition, your true passions, like your purpose, what you truly want in life, like your true happiness. You can get so much closer to all of that when you learn to have quiet moments by yourself with your thoughts. Um, another thing that I hear is accountability. How do I hold myself accountable? It's hard, guys. I get it. It totally is hard. It's no different than like going to the gym um, or starting a new healthy eating habit, right? It's hard. The hardest part is starting and making it a habit. One hack for starting a new habit that I like to recommend to clients is Hey guys, welcome to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Party from CandidConfidence.com. I'm a confidence coach, blogger, and online course instructor here to help you unleash your inner badass. This podcast is for the girl who is ready to ditch the self-doubt, overcome the overthinking, and live a life that feels fearless and free. So let's do the damn thing. Tie it to something you already do or to replace something else. So think about what you could do in your life where you could like maybe tie like a brief meditation to one thing you do right before bed or when you wake up. Um, that's a great way to build a habit. the accountability piece is hard. Um, if it was easy, we wouldn't have like all these stressed out, anxious people running around everywhere. Right. But this is also exactly why I created confidence manifested and confidence manifested. If you haven't already heard me talking about this, it's my three month group coaching program. And it gives you that accountability for your mindfulness techniques and practices for starting a practice, for sticking to a practice, for doing the inner work, the energetic work around manifestation, um, learning about manifestation, building confidence through, through learning how that's done for different tools and, and journaling practices for that. But going through the program with me as your coach, basically, Um, I'm like your personal trainer for your mindset. It's like joining a gym. It's like when you commit to something, you make that, that commitment to yourself. Um, You have that accountability piece kind of built in and then I'm also here to help you learn. So that's why a program like confidence manifested can change lives. And it's, it's exactly how I changed my own life. This entire program that I put together, it helps you stick to, you know, the goals and it helps you up level your confidence, relieve your stress. Um, the program is going to be launching next week, but it's going to be like a small intimate style program. I want like a lot of one-on-one. I want personal accountability. So spaces are limited. Um, what I'm going to do is put the link in, in, um, the show notes and you can hop on. And if you want to, you can schedule a free call with me. We can discuss the program and see if it's a good fit. That is one way to get the accountability piece to do all this difficult work, but it's fun work too. Okay, so aside from hiring a coach or joining um, Confidence Manifested, how else can we hold ourselves accountable? What else can we do? Because this is one of the most difficult parts about all of this. You've got to start small. Really got to start small. Um, and I think like with meditating, I think I started with three minutes a day. Just once a day for three minutes. Anybody can set their alarm clock three minutes earlier. Like don't, don't tell me you have an excuse why you can't do that. Um, you can do it laying in bed. And maybe even just pick a few days of the week when you want to do it. It doesn't have to be every single day. I think that, um, <laughs> like, sure, it could, be, it could be helpful. Like, there is a school of thought where if you do something every day, it's easier to make it a habit. But um, it's got to be a small goal that feels really, really, really doable. We've got to, like, be able to, like, get our mindset around the fact that, yes, we're doing this every single day. Um, because that way we're going to be training our brain that we actually do the things we're going to say we're going to do. And once we get to that point, that's when you start to like be able to hold yourself accountable. But that's hard if you have this goal where you're like, yeah, every day I'm going to meditate for half an hour and then do a bunch of journaling and then go to the gym and make a smoothie. Like that's not going to feel super doable to you right away unless you're already like in those habits. So maybe try like a goal of three minutes a day, like even just like during the work week or something like that for meditating. And I strongly recommend doing some journaling, too. It's so powerful, Um, even if you just do it once a day and just free write, just letting things come off your chest or just creating a gratitude list. It can be super, super powerful for you. And again, just start small, make small goals around it. Um, And then you can start adding to your routine, too. You can start making it twice a day, morning and night. It doesn't have to be like that right off the bat. Um, But you're going to love it so much. You're probably going to start doing it all day long like me and make it part of your life because it's fun and it feels good. And you're you start to like realize like, wow, this is what it's like to have a clear mind. Like things come through your mind and you actually can pay attention to them. Like when it's an idea or something because you're like, wow. I've created space in my mind for this idea to come through, for like this intuitive pull to come through. Okay, so I hope this gave you a fresh perspective on using mindfulness techniques for stress and anxiety relief. I hope you are excited to start or build on your routine. If you feel called to it, head to the link in my bio for Confidence Manifested. That's all I have for you today. If you loved this episode, give me a five-star rating. Share me on your Insta story. Tell a friend. Share the love. I love you, and I will see you next week.